0: Hello, and thanks for tuning in to this week's podcast from Prism Insurance Agency. As you know, we put in a ton of time and effort to make each of our shows as valuable as we can. If you find the information useful, please share this podcast with a friend by emailing it to them or sharing this on the social media site of your choice.
1: The unemployment rate in the United States continues to be high, and the reality of losing one's job continues to be a harsh reality that many Americans are still facing. Today we wanted to focus on 15 tips you want to consider if you're in that unfortunate circumstance where you lose your job.
2: Jim, let's start with number one reflection. After losing your job, take some time to reflect on reasons why you may have been let go. Was it because your work performance wasn't up to par? And that's a tough one to actually admit to yourself because you weren't adding value to the company possibly? Or was it because the company had fallen on hard times and cutbacks needed to be made? If it was because of your work performance, you might want to evaluate what you could have done to be a more integral part of the team, then use what you discover to kind of help excel you into that next position. If you were let go because your company needed to make cutbacks, well, then it's probably time to be focusing on your upcoming job search on companies that are doing well in today's economy so that you can obviously have future job stability. Another thing you want to get a jump start on is filing for unemployment.
1: The job market can be tough out there, and you may not be able to get a job right away. And a lot of times we see people make the mistake of being too proud to file for unemployment, and a delay in getting that much-needed income to help pay the bills can put you further and further behind the eight ball. So make sure you find out right away, because the benefits differ and eligibility requirements differ from state to state. Find out what you're going to need to do to start collecting that valuable income.
2: A third consideration would be a real big priority is figuring out your health insurance circumstances. When you lose your job, you have the option of applying for COBRA health insurance, which is continuation of benefits enroll in COBRA or look into getting your own individual health insurance plan. Even if you're perfectly healthy, you've got no control over what life may throw at you. It's better to be insured than having to pay incredibly large medical bills should something happen to you. So here's the time to sit down with your insurance professional and evaluate if COBRA and the premiums associated with that are appropriate for your needs and fit your budget or whether an individual plan that would be portable for you in the future and not require you to get health insurance from the next employer is the best option for you. As we all know, health insurance is evolving in our country right now. It's significantly changing in the next coming years. So this is a big issue to sit down with your advisor and discuss.
1: Another thing you'll really want to sit down with your advisor on is what to do with that 401k. A lot of times people make a mistake of looking at that as a severance package. And what ends up happening is, first of all, there's mandatory withholding if you do not roll it over of 20%. Well, the problem is if you find out later that you wanted to roll that money over, if you don't have the extra cash to make up that 20% withholding, that could become a premature distribution, not only owing taxes, but a premature distribution penalty of 10%. That can have a devastating impact and a major step back on reaching your retirement goals. The other thing is to consider, do you want to roll it into another IRA? Do you want to roll it into a 401k of your new employer? There's a lot of options that you want to consider. But keep in mind, 401ks have creditor protection, and if you were unfortunate enough to be in such a financial dire straits after losing your job to be facing bankruptcy, if you spend your 401k down, you might have been better suited to seek bankruptcy before doing that because 401ks are creditor-protected. So before you take any steps on your own, sit down with your financial advisor and make sure you understand all your options, what your investment choices will be, when you're gonna need to draw it, One possibility might even be considering Roth converting because a loss of income might put you in a situation where you can convert some of those dollars without paying any income taxes because your taxable income might fall short of where that might be a requirement to pay taxes. So again, sit down with your advisor. Many things to consider when it comes to your 401k. One final consideration is also if you have outstanding loans, you may be required to pay that back upon losing your job. If you don't pay it back, it could become a premature distribution as well. So something you want to work out with your advisor is what the implications might be of an outstanding loan and what steps you can take to alleviate any further damage.
2: Number five it might not be the funnest thing to do, but if your income is stopped and you're maybe going down from your current wage to an unemployment compensation, it's probably time to take a real close look at your budget. Cutting unnecessary spending is probably going to be required. So once your primary source of income has gone, how do you afford to spend as much as you once did? Stop and think about what budget items you absolutely must spend as opposed to what you want to spend on. There's a big difference today between wants and needs. Chances are you don't really need to go to Starbucks daily, for example, get a cup of coffee. Instead, making that cup at home makes more sense. Simply eliminating unnecessary spending will give you some extra breathing room while you're looking for that new job. The next thing to do is rework your current budget. You really have to understand your cash flow needs. So once you've identified the things in your budget you can eliminate, now it's time to really restructure it. Take a look at emergency funds, for example, or other savings that you have access to in case you need. Factor in any unemployment money that you might receive in that budget, as well as any alternate sources of income that you might be able to earn, and then update your budget accordingly. Take time to look over your necessary expenses, too. If you can, figure out ways to reduce those spending, and obviously sit down with your insurance and financial advisor and figure out if there's ways they can assist you with that. Call your internet and cable and phone providers. See if you can get any kind of discounted rates. Obviously, the same would apply for your auto insurance. See if you're missing out on any discounts. You've got a little bit more time on your hands, realistically, at this point. So now it's time to really dig into your expenses and see if you can find some savings. If you rent an apartment, maybe you need to look for a cheaper apartment or get a roommate. Refinancing your mortgage at this point could be a real challenge, obviously, because there has been an interruption in income.
1: Another thing you want to get an early start on is updating your resume. And it may not be a bad idea to get an extra set of eyes to look at this. Whether or not you might have a family friend or even a professional take a look at it, with the high unemployment rate, you're going to be in a competitive situation and you want to put yourself in the best light. Along with that, clean up your social media profiles. Many employers today are checking out Facebook, LinkedIn, and other types of social media sites to get an idea of who they're hiring. So you want to make sure, again, that this matches your resume and puts you in the best light with any prospective employers.
2: Number seven on our list is evaluating the direction of your career. As you start the process of finding a new job, take some time to think about what direction you want your career to go. Were you happy with your old job? Did you enjoy the industry that you were working in? Was the position you had really desirable, or were you absolutely miserable? If you loved your job, look for something similar that will make you happy. But if you hated it, think about what industry you might enjoy working in or a position that might be better fit for you. Now is really your chance to make a career change. It's a tough time to do it, but sometimes, again, change is for the better. We're going to take a short break, and when we come back, we're going to continue to explore tips and ideas to help you through a difficult time in life, a job change, unemployment, or termination. So please stay tuned.
0: If you want more information on this program from your real wealth professional, just click the More Information button so they know to contact you.
2: Welcome back as we continue our conversation today on 15 Things to Do if You Lose Your Job. And so far, we've gone through steps one through seven. Jim, let's jump into number eight. Number eight, making finding a new job your full-time job.
1: A lot of times people look at this as an extra vacation and start working on the honey-do list. While a lot of times valuable time is wasted and opportunities could be missed, you want to get on this right away. And when we talked about things like updating your resume, cleaning up your social media, maybe looking at new training you want to have a plan put in place as soon as possible because looking for a job might take a while before you land on your feet again. So now that you're not spending eight hours a day at a job, you've got a good chunk of that time that could be used helping to find your new employment. And Tony had mentioned you might even be contemplating a career change in something that might be much more fulfilling and satisfying than the old grind of the old job. So start a plan. Figure out what you're going to do to get that new job. Maybe you start out each morning looking at the help wanted sections, checking websites like Craigslist for job opportunities that might be in your area, talking to a headhunter, looking at a job service or job placement service. A lot of these firms can help you find a job. They also can help you work on your resume and put you in the best light, and they have an ear to the ground. Many employers now use these types of services for placement. So get a plan in place and get started and make it your job to get your next job.
2: So an obvious next step, number nine, is networking. Start reaching out to people in your profession and start networking with them. Tell them that you're available. Tell them what you're interested in doing. Let them know that you're searching for that new job and see if they have any leads for you. By keeping people informed as to what you are up to and what you're looking for, you never know what doors are going to open for you. Also, look into attending networking events to connect with new people. Who knows? The next person you meet might be the next person that gets you that next job. I can think of a circumstance recently. One of my clients took one day to kind of reflect as to what happened, why she lost her job. The next day, she started dialing the phone and contacting old employers, old friends, people in different areas. And before you know it, within a week, she had a new job after one interview. So take the time to network. Make sure that you keep those connections working for you.
1: Another thing you want to leave yourself open to is taking on part-time work. A lot of times that could lead to full-time work. But sometimes if you're collecting unemployment, you're allowed to earn a certain amount of income and not affect benefits. So think about a couple things. Are you strong in math? Maybe you become a tutor. Do you have other job skills, such as a lot of technical skills? Maybe you could do a project for a business. Maybe you love writing. Try some freelance writing work. If you're good at programming, find some random programming jobs. There's a lot of opportunities where employers might not be looking at a full-time position but might be willing to hire you as a consultant or part-time, and you may still be able to collect unemployment benefits. So that first stop of understanding what your unemployment benefits are and how they work might allow you to get a little bit of extra money by taking on part-time work and minimizing the impact of losing a full-time job.
2: And number 12 is be willing to learn new skills. If you've been at this job for quite a while, the economy and the environment of employment has changed dramatically. Make yourself more marketable to potential employers by adding a few new skills to your resume. Maybe attending a seminar on social media marketing. Take a programming course at your local community college. Read some books to become more educated in a field that interests you. Employers are looking for potential employees who regularly update their skill sets. So by adding a new skill or two, you'll obviously improve your chances of getting hired and standing out in that crowd of resumes. Now, having some extra time on your hands
1: can give you a real opportunity to declutter your life. Many times we are too busy with life to get rid of some things that we're maybe not using anymore, and we can create an opportunity by doing this. One is you could have a rummage sale and raise some extra cash for things you're no longer using. Or perhaps you could donate it to a very worthwhile charity and lower your tax burden. All these things can help bridge the gap from your lower income by creating some opportunities of either extra income or a lower expense when it
2: comes to paying the taxman April 15th. Now, even though we said before that you should make finding a new job your full-time job, or you may have to take some part-time work, while you're decluttering your life, take some time to get healthy, too. Don't get into a rut just because you've lost your job. Get yourself on an exercise program. Go outside, go for a run or walk, go for a swim, take a hike. Just get out and be active. Also, if you don't cook regularly, consider learning how to put together a few healthy meals. This is a time to reflect really on your health and your quality of health to give you more energy because you might again be fighting that fight for that new job and that marketplace out there. You need to get yourself back in a healthy environment. One thing we can't emphasize enough, America is a
1: land of opportunity. Back in the 70s, there was a huge amount of new businesses that were started because of the high unemployment rate. So whether or not you decide to try your own business, there are so many opportunities for people that are willing to work hard and have great skills. So if you've looked at our other tips, if you've sharpened your resume, you get on an exercise program, and you got more energy, you can position yourselves for real opportunities and don't get discouraged by the no's it gets you one step closer to the yes we've always been believers that things happen for a reason and a lot of times what we found in our experience because in working with so many clients so many of them have been through this process and although things look pretty bleak and dark in the beginning because nobody likes change change is often for the better Look at the opportunity that you have now to pick and choose which job offers you want to take. It's a real opportunity to upgrade your day-to-day life, maybe create more opportunities for more income, more rewarding work, and maybe having more time for your family. These are all positive side effects from going through this transition. Take the time to reflect and look forward to the opportunities of the future.
2: And our final tip today, if you're going through this process, is you really have to be willing to take a step backwards before you go forward. I think sometimes people look and say, gosh, I'm worth so much, and this is what I was being paid, but you might have been at that job for 10 or 15 years and earned your way up the ladder. Well, going to a new organization, you may have skill sets that are of no value to that company or they haven't had an opportunity to really understand what your value proposition is, Pay and benefits may not be as good, but you may end up being better off in the long run if you can really show that employer what your worth is. I think of a client recently who was terminated from a job and they felt, well, gosh, I had the title of vice president. So any position I look for, I have to have that same title and that same income. Unfortunately, both husband and wife were unemployed for almost two years, finally finding a job with that same title. I do wonder every day what kind of opportunities that have passed by that may have missed. First, get that job, get that cash flow back in the bank, continue saving for retirement, maintain those health benefits, and demonstrate to that employer what your value is and climb your way sometimes back up to those positions. It's not always about maybe taking that step forward when you've got a job interruption as much as once in a while you might have to take a step back to take a leap forward.
1: We had a guest on recently who made the comment that for every $10,000 of income you're looking to replace, it's about a one-month job search. So you also have to be patient, and maybe you don't have the time that you can have that big of an interruption of income, and maybe it's better to be realistic up front with getting your foot in the door and working your way back up again.
2: As speaking from an employer's perspective, frankly, if you're looking at the marketplace of job applicants today, it's probably much more desirable for an employer to be looking at the resume of somebody currently employed than it is somebody who's unemployed. So if you do find that job that may not be the perfect fit, you might grow within the organization, but you continue your cash flow and still continue to be looking for that next position. If there's a final tip here today, once you find that new position, as much as People are forced to transition today. Always keep your ear to the ground. Don't get complacent because reality is, people change careers two or three times in a lifetime and change jobs many more than that. So be willing and open to change and seize it as an opportunity for improving your life in the future. Change can be for the better, it's just what you make of it. Thanks for joining us today.
1: Thanks for joining us this week. And tune in again next week as we explore another phase of the real wealth process. And remember, if anything you heard in today's show you'd like to get more information about, contact your Real Wealth advisor. Also, if you feel that any of this information will be
0: helpful to a friend or family member, just click the Forward to a Friend button. Thank you so much for tuning in to this week's podcast from Prism Insurance Agency. We've got additional information and links in our show notes, which you can click on to learn more. If you have any questions about any of the topics covered or would like to learn more, you can go to our website, www.myprisminsurance.com. You can reach out to us on Facebook or LinkedIn or Twitter. Call us at 951-243-2800 or email me directly at prob at myprisminsurance.com. The email is in the show notes as well. Once again, thank you so much for tuning in and have a wonderful week.